What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with someone who's got over a decade of experience in real estate. He started his career doing wholesaling, flips, has since created a private lending group called WeLend LLC. He's financed over half a billion in real estate and puts out amazing content on social media. Welcome to the show, Ruben Eisgaloff. Welcome to the show today, Ruben. How are you doing? Doing very well, Dan. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, I'm excited to have you on the show today. Uh, why don't you give our listeners a little bit about your background before before we start here? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I am Ruben Iskilov, managing partner at WeLend. Uh, we are a private-based uh, lender uh, catering specifically to real estate investors on their short-term bridge financing. Uh, our client base are really experienced real estate investors who are buying properties with a value add component and then either refinancing them to hold in their portfolio or selling the property for a quick flip. Um, before, you know, founding WeLend, I was, you know, in the business myself, buying, selling, flipping, developing real estate. And, you know, thankfully within time was able to grow not only my portfolio, but also my my capital resources to be able to start WeLend, and the only reason why we did that is because we felt like there was a lot of gaps in the in the industry. We felt like that there was a lot of value that we can bring to the space, and that's exactly why we spearheaded in founding WeLend. So, what what made you? What motivated you to want to go from, you know, buying and flipping deals or or holding them on as, uh, you know, monthly income type deals? What made you want to go from that to lending? Because that's it's it's different for sure. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, look, I, I guess just to kind of go a little bit, you know, fast, we'll, we'll, we'll rewind a little bit. I mean, look, we, we came to America with in, in, in the 90s, we immigrated to America with very little to our name. So, you know, we felt like there was uh, this American dream that we always have to strive for. And we always have to continue growing and can never stay in one place. So I think that that thirst, that hunger to continue growing was one of the reasons why we always, you know, continued to evolve into newer and better things. You know, like I said, we came to America with very little and we're able to build, you know, a small, I wouldn't say empire, but something that we can definitely be proud of. Um, and, you know, I entered into real estate kind of coincidentally to even begin with, you know, one of my cousins was in real estate himself and I was a 13 year old boy. He asked that I visit, you know, houses with him, door knocking, what have you, just because it was easier for him to, to get the doors open when there was a 13 year old boy standing in front of the door versus a, a grown man. And that, that worked out well. And I was able to see the type of, you know, money that he was making. And it kind of always in the back of my mind, I said, all right, real estate is the way to go. Thankfully, I, I listened to, to my inner self, my little self, and I entered into real estate. Um, but to, to back to your point, as far as, you know, why, why buy real estate, um, rather, why lend on real estate versus buying real estate? You know, look, I think for us, it's all a matter of security. Right. You know, we we as lenders, we're a lot more secured in a loan than if we were, say, equity partners or if we were to say, 
you know, buy the property ourselves. I mean, as a lender, you're the first one in and, the, you know, first one out as far as being paid off. Um, and you're secured because you're secured by capital, by, by you know, United States real estate. So, um, you know, I think that the answer to your question is really because of the security that is behind, you know, being a lender, um, along with the, the returns that you're able to generate through the, the, the lending capacity. And you're, you're, you're not, it doesn't sound like you're in the deals for long. You're, you're a, more of a short term lender. So you're, yeah. so you're, you're in and out of these Our deals average, in a secure way, exactly. making, making good profit, I assume. Absolutely. So, you know, the average duration of our loan, term of our loan is about 11 months, 11 months and two days. That's the average, uh, which is great because from a security standpoint of view, if there's any shift in the market. I mean, we're in and out of these loans. So there has to be, you know, again, the likelihood of this being a huge shift within 11 months is, again, very slim. Um, so we're in and out of these loans very quickly. And a lot of what we do is, you know, we're not holding these loans on balance sheet. You know, there are some loans that we do hold on balance sheet and many we do not. What we ultimately do is we trade these loans to larger hedge funds and, and, and private equity firms, many of whom are backed by, you know, KKR, Goldman Sachs, uh, Blackstone and what have you, um, who are ultimately then securitizing these loans on, on, uh, on Wall Street. Now, you know, from, from a borrower standpoint of view, you know, we are still the face of, of the lender, of, of the, the, the loan, right? We're still the ones interacting with the borrower. We're still the ones issuing construction draws and servicing the loans. Um, so nothing changes on the borrower end. But from our perspective, not only are the, short, are the loans short-term duration, but we ourselves are in a loan, uh, loan short-term as well. So, and you're, you're getting them off your, your books rather quickly, I assume. Yeah, I mean the the average is probably right around five to seven business days where oh, wow. we're in and out of a loan. Yeah, and 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 the upside there is that not only are you mitigating risk by being in this loan uh, by selling a loan, but you're also at capturing a higher yield because what we're doing is ultimately when we sell the loans, we're capturing a yield on the rate. Um, and if you take that, let's just say hypothetically speaking, let's say we're capturing a yield of about two percent on every single loan. And you do that, I don't know, hypothetically speaking, 12 times a month, that's about a 30% return on an annual basis. You know, some of my real estate investors, borrowers themselves, they're not capturing 30% returns anymore. They used to, but, you know, with, with, with supply being the way it is today, a lot of our investors, if they're capturing or hitting a, a, a 10 to 15% return on their investment and they're in the project, they're the ones, you know, getting their hands dirty. They're, if they're capturing 10, 15% returns, they're super happy. Whereas, you know, on the lender side, uh, it's a lot easier for us to hit a 20, 30 percent return because of our strategy and because of the, the risk mitigation. And that's that's because of the, the points you charge on the on the loan. That's and. Yeah. Know, so our short, average our average rate. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, I mean, we, we just just to kind of give you some backstory as far as, you know, the, the, the programs that we have. I mean, we, we go up to 90 percent of the purchase and 100 percent of the construction. Most of what we do is residential. I would say all of what we do is residential. Um, so it could be anything as small as a single unit all the way up to 250 units. It could be somewhere in New York. It could be somewhere in Alabama. Um, so, you know, we go up to 90% of the purchase, 100% of the construction. The construction is not issued or dispersed at the closing table. It comes as a reimbursement to the borrower. Um, now, our rates start at 7.99, and we do charge two points at the closing. Uh, but when we're selling the loans, 
we're selling them with a with a, a ability to to capture an additional other than the points an additional about anywhere between one to four percent uh yield on the rate that we're selling all right and who's who is your typical client to you know ideal borrower yeah so look most of our business today comes from real estate agents and mortgage brokers right they they're dealing they're the, they're the ones on the front line they're the the, the sh- soldiers with with the boots on the ground you know they come across a lot of deals where you know their buyer or their their borrower can't get the financing through their lender or through their their network um so they come to us so a lot of our business comes from real estate agents and mortgage brokers but our borrower base are really the the experienced real estate investors the ones that are actually looking at this from a business standpoint of view this is all they do they buy sell flip develop what have you um if you if you i'm not sure you know if you've ever been at a foreclosure auction what have you you see all the guys bidding at properties at the foreclosure auction properties and what have you those are our borrowers right many of them you know, a lot of times you see them buying 10, 15 properties on a monthly basis, or at least you used to before COVID, now that all the foreclosures kind of stopped. Uh, but they're buying 10, 15 properties on a monthly basis. And the question is, where are they getting all the financing from? Or where do they get all the capital from? And it's lenders like ourselves who are backing them up. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you want to take your real estate business to the next level? If you do, there's no reason to go it alone. Learn from people who've been where you want to go. Carrie and I have sold billions of dollars in real estate. We've netted over seven figures for seven years in a row now. And we want to see if you would be a good fit to work for us. We don't work with a lot of people, but we want to give you a chance to get on a free strategy call to see if we can help you get your business to the next level. Go to hyperfastcoach.com and apply for your discovery session today. Again, that's hyperfastcoach.com. Yeah, no, it's amazing service you that that you offer. How did you how did you recognize that this opportunity was out there and then make the switch from being you know the owner or the operator or the equity partner yeah. to the lender? Like what what sparked that? It, it's idea actually a, in a your head very good remember? question. So it all happened coincidentally. I mean, I, I feel like everything in my life happens coincidentally, but <laughs> it happened coincidentally in the sense of you know, right after law school, um, you know, I actually wanted to be the, an attorney and I thought I was going to be the best attorney in the world, but quickly realized after two weeks of from graduating law school, I'm not an attorney. Taking out all the student loan debt and the whole nine, it took me two weeks after law school and graduating the whole nine to realize I'm not an attorney. I wish I realized sooner, but then again, things happen for a reason. But right after law school, I, I found out there was an event uh, somewhere in Arizona a private lenders event where all private lenders and hedge funds and private equity firms get together. Um, and I thought, you know what, it would be a good idea for me to go out there and meet a bunch of private lenders because I thought I can get, find a cheaper source of capital for my own deals. At that time I was buying, selling, flipping, developing real estate. And when I went in there, I met with you know a number of private lenders, but I also met with a number of hedge funds and, and attorneys that kind of introduced the private lending business side of things for me. Um, you know, and I, I was listening to a speaker, he was kind of breaking down the math. He was breaking down all the risk mitigation tools that they use and what have you. And I was sitting there with my brother. I had a napkin in front of me, literally back of the napkin type of math quickly realized that, look, you can potentially be hitting 30% plus returns, um, being a lender. Why are we sitting here going crazy, you know, operating the way in which we're operating, um, looking for deals to buy, 
um, and hitting, you know, 20% returns and being the first, you know, person to be uh, on, on the waterfall to be able to lose our capital in it um, in a deal when I can be a lender, be hitting 30% returns and be, you know, the first person to take my money out uh, when the deal is paid off. And that's, that was, the, that was my way of entering into the space. And I think that was in, I think that was in March of 2018 and in April of 2018, we made our first loan and never looked back since. How did, how did you go out and get the investors and financial backing to do this? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of it started with our own personal capital um, and some family capital. Um, and that's kind of how we snowballed it, right? It, it just personal capital, family capital, and friends and family. And ever since then, it just, it, it just grew. And, you know, your friends and family, they refer other people over to you and so on and so on. And that's kind of how it, 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 it snowballed. Um, you know, thankfully we're, you know, we're all, look, we're always raising capital. We're always out there trying to bring in more investors and, and raise more capital because our loan volume is, con is growing considerably. Um, so as the loan volume continues to grow, um, you, you, you need to continue raising capital and we're always in a capital raising mode. So, um, not the purpose of why we're here. I know the purpose of why we're here is just to kind of introduce Wheeland and what have you, but we're always in a capital raise mode. Well, I, I think it's, you know, we, it's. It's good information for for people to know. Yeah. How are how are you, you know, able to do this volume? Like you know, so not only is, is it good, I think, to talk about your ideal clients, but then your ideal investors. Like, like yeah. who you know who, what's the type of person that typically, you know, invests in in your company or backs these loans? Yeah, yeah. So you know, it has to be an accredited investor. Um, the definition is is it's very convoluted and it's, it's, it's five pages long, but essentially it just means that it's someone that, that has the wherewithal to be able to, has the knowledge to be able to invest um, and do so wisely, but also has the, the net worth to be able to invest into a fund uh, where I believe it's about a million dollar net worth uh, combined with your wife or um, your, your other significant other, along with a two hundred dollars to $300,000 gross salary um, on an annual basis. So that's what an accredited investor is in a nutshell. And all of our investors are accredited. Um, and look, I mean, at the end of the day, although we're always on a capital raise mode, you know, our business strategy, because we're selling our loans and, you know, we're able to, to replenish them through warehouse facilities or what have you, we're able to not have to continuously raise because we're always replenishing our capital through selling our loans or putting out a facility. But it's always good to have sufficient liquidity to be able to continue funding the loans and do so in a quickly manner. What do you, what do you do to go out and, um, you know, if you're going to recycle or, or, you know, the, the capital like that, you've got to have a really good pipeline of, yeah. of clients. Yeah. What, what do you, what do you yeah. do to ensure that? Is it, is it builder driven, realtor driven, you know, how, how are you, how are you going out and ensuring that flow of business? Well, look, I mean, we've been in business since, like I said, April of 2018. So this this month is our fourth year anniversary. But, you know, we, we didn't start with the same volume as we have today. The way in which we actually started bringing in business is right here, our phone, right? What we were doing is going into our phone book, reaching out to all of our competitors, our friends who were in the business and we were competing against properties together and saying, look, you know, I'm out of the business, no longer buying property, but I'm now lending on it, Right. Give me a call. Love to finance your deal, and that's kind of how it snowballed for us. Uh, but ever since then, it has just evolved, right? You know, 
us outside of our phone book and our network, today it's all about social media, right? It's all about making sure that the borrowers that come in and do one loan with us, they come back and do the next 10 loans with us as well. And I would say a good 70% of our business today is from returning borrowers and or brokers, right? Real estate agents or mortgage brokers. You know, they love our process. We make it as easy as possible for them not only to be able to, to, to make a penny on, on the loan when, when, when we're funding a loan for their client, but also be able to make them look good in the sense of getting the financing that they, their client needed in a very quickly and easy manner. Who are you, um, or, or what, what are you doing on social media? Cause you mentioned that, right? Are you, uh, you know, doing anything different or special yeah. or unique there? Yeah. I mean, look, you, you won't find a lot of private lenders on TikTok. Um, so, you know, we were one of like the first private lenders on TikTok um, making those silly videos out there. And it works. You know, look, don't get me wrong. There's, there's a very young crowd on TikTok, but there's also a very seasoned crowd. Uh, borrowers, investors, real estate agents, brokers who are, you know, on their pastime on TikTok. Um, and we're, what we're doing is essentially issuing and, and, and putting out videos that are not only informative, but they're also educational, right? It, it, it gives the, 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 the listener, um, the viewer, the information that they've been probably looking for, but did never, never really had the chance uh, to, to look up or find that information. And we put it in very small bite type of videos, sometimes 10 seconds, sometimes 30 seconds, um, and sometimes two minutes, kind of outlining the process of what it takes to find a good deal, what it takes to make sure the deal makes sense, right? How do you go out there and start buying real estate? You know, what you need to look out for when you're, when you're speaking to a private lender and so on and so on and so on. And those are the type of educational informative videos that we put out there, not only on TikTok, but on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, um, that helps us bring in, you know, the business that, and the volume that we have today. But also, you know, it's not all a matter of, all a matter of social media. It's all a matter of service, right? You know, you can get the client in, or the person in and, and inquire about a loan, but you know, uh, unless you're able to provide the service and 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 answer the questions that they need answered, who's to say that they're ever, ever going to do a loan with you? Or who's to say that they're ever, even if they do one loan that they're ever going to come back for business? And you know, we pride ourselves in the fact that our our returning ratio, uh, repeat returning borrower ratio is at almost seventy percent. We're very proud of that, and that's all due to the service that we provide to our borrowers. Yeah, that's a great a great percentage of business to have, you know, that, that, that comes from repeat clients and referrals. What, uh, yeah. what's, what's your, your screen name on TikTok and Instagram? Like how do, how do people find you if they're listening or watching this and want to go yeah. check it out? Yeah. Our handle is at we lend LLC. So W E L E N D L L C. That's our handle on all of our social media platforms, TikTok included, you know, a lot of times when I say that, people crack, you know, crack a smile because who's this? You know, they they're not used to a, a private lender, a real business, an institution being on TikTok, and here we are on TikTok making videos and, and having fun with it. So, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, it's at WeLend LLC. Yeah, it's always interesting the niches you'll you'll find on there. I've seen a couple conventional loan officers, uh, but but I I haven't seen or don't remember seeing you know a bunch of private lenders on there yet so yeah <laughs> so i think you're i think you're in a good good spot if if you're making good content there and not too many other 
people in your space are? Absolutely. I think today we have about 20,000 followers on, uh, on TikTok and it's growing and I'm super proud. I mean, on Instagram, I think we have about 16,000 followers. Um, so, you know, it's, it's definitely a good problem to have. Um, and many of them are, are borrowers or clients or people that we've spoken to. So um, they're, they're definitely watching us and following us. And we're, we're, we're proud to provide them with, with the, the material that they've been looking for. Yeah, I think there's a, a unique opportunity on TikTok specifically to grow organically. You, it's hard to get that same type of growth on the other platforms. And it's here now, may not be around, you know, a lot longer. Hey, hold that thought. Do you want to get 100 tips for free from my best selling real estate book, The Hyper Local, Hyper Fast Real Estate Agent? If you do, go to hyperfast tips.com and you can download a hundred of my best tips today again that's hyperfasttips.com you can download a hundred tips on how to grow your business get more clients deliver more value to more people go to hyperfasttips.com yeah you know if the history repeats itself you know you see these platforms come up and they're eventually at some point they focus more on monetizing and and then at then it gets harder to to grow it organically at that point. It becomes basically pay for play. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I think the the biggest issue that we're facing with with say TikTok as an example is is the the viewers, right? They're they're young teenagers, um, sometimes late teens and early twenties, and you know, their first time or, or, or they're not first time investors, but they're just looking to learn more about real estate. You know, and the question then becomes: Is it is it really a waste of time today to be dedicating your time into TikTok or social media platforms? And I, I would say, you know, many people in the industry, when I speak to them about social media, they think that it's a waste of time. You know, these are usually seasoned guys, big wigs, you know, they, they look at me and they're saying, why are you on social media? And, you know, I think it's it's an investment perspective that I, the way I look at it is that as far as, look, yeah, these, these guys, they might be in their early 20s. Um, you know, late teens, yeah, they're not ready to buy today or flip today, but guess what? We have their ear. And, you know, when they're going to be in their mid twenties, um, you know, early thirties, they're, they're going to be thinking of Wheeland when it's time for them to start buying real estate for private financing. And that's, it's an investment for us to be able to start today rather than being too late to the game. Well, I think it makes a ton of sense. Uh, Ruben, this has been amazing. I always like to end with a Hyper fast around if you're ready for some rapid fire questions and answers here. I'm always nervous about those because you never know what you're going to ask and you never know what I'm going to say. So let's 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 go for it. What's your biggest <laughs> piece of advice to a new real estate investor? Take it slow. Um, and just because it goes slow doesn't mean that it's not going to go fast later on. Right. You know, definitely partner up with someone that has experience. But if you can't find someone that does have the experience, do what I did, right? You know, I actually was using private financing on my own deals, even on deals that I did not need financing on. And the reason why was because my private lender was an old school guy. Um, we're still dear friends to this day, although we compete against business. But you know what? He provided me the service and the guidance and the education that I needed and the network. You know, he introduced me to a ton of people that was able to help me propel to the finish line a lot quicker so although you know you can't find someone that has you know that 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 experience definitely use a private lender to help you guide you through the process of investing what is the most common mistake you see investors making 
they under they think they're going to sell the property for a lot more than what they're actually going to sell the property mm. for, right? You know, look, I love realtors. You know, our business is based on them. But many of them, you know, realtors-wise, they, they expect a value a lot greater than what it truly may manifest to at a later point. And, you know, first-time real estate investors, you know, again, they, they, believe, real, they, they believe realtors, they believe other professionals uh, who are in the business to sell them something that, you know, again, they're incentivized to sell. Um, so the one thing that I would say is, you know, be careful, make sure you're doing your own comps, make sure that the deals do make sense. Um, use spreadsheets, don't use a calculator and don't think, you know, the small minute fees are not going to eat you alive. They damn well and may eat you alive. Uh, but aside from that, you know, also under budgeting, I, I, I see that a, a huge mistake, you know, uh, uh, first time real estate investor comes to me and says, you know what, the project only needs $40,000 worth of work. You know, you, you ask them for pictures or you send your, your inspector out there. The property needs $140,000 worth of work. <laughs> you know, so be very careful with, with valuing your scope of work and, and, and your cost to renovate the property, especially in today's market. If you had to start all over and you could not take your money with you or your network, you could just take the knowledge that you've gained over doing this for many years what would the first thing uh, that you do be? Dan, that was one of those questions that I was afraid that you would ask because those are the <laughs> questions that I needed time to think. <laughs> but I think, I think the only thing that I would do if I did not have the resources is do exactly what I did in the past, right? You know, we, we started with very little um, and very humble beginnings. And the way in which we started with real estate is by wholesaling. We were finding properties that we were able to to enter into contract with and ultimately wholesale the properties over to real estate investors. The number one problem I had at that time was I did not know what it took or how to raise capital from friends and family. Now I know how to do that. So I think instead of me wholesaling properties like I did in the beginning, which was great because it helped me build my, my war chest, what I, what I would do is actually go out there and start raising capital from friends and family to be able to buy the properties instead of wholesaling them myself. All right. What's the, what's the thing you're most excited about in the next year? WeLens growth. I mean, look, we're, we're having great pains, and the pains is the fact that we're, we're getting a considerable amount of loan volume, uh, but we're very selective as to what loans we make and uh, with what borrowers we deal with. We only want to deal with you know, borrowers that have very good deals on their pipeline or have experience, right? Because a lot of times an, an, experience, an inexperienced borrower doesn't mean that they're not a good borrower. It just means that they have to have a good deal for them to have you know, cushion uh, for anything that goes wrong. So, you know, our volume has been growing. We've been having great pains, you know, we're entering into a new space in the sense of, of, of our loan volume. And I think the one thing that I'm excited about is to see where WeLend will go in the next, not only one year, but in the next five years. Super excited to see it. All right. On that note, the last question, where do you see yourself in five years? <sighs> great question. Um, I wouldn't say on an island sipping a margarita. No way. I, I, I think I'm the, the type of guy that I'll be 120 years old working in the office, pushing my kids to do the same. So um, in five years, I see myself doing exactly what I'm doing today, uh, going out there, raising capital for, from, from, from investors, from accredited investors, and being able to make the loans that I'm making today, but also being able to securitize the loans directly. 
because what we're doing today is we're we're selling the loans to Wall Street um, to to large institutions who then securitize the loans on their own. I want to be able to do that on my own. We have the resources and the ability to do it. The only thing that we don't have is the time that we need to dedicate, and that's exactly what we're doing. And I think in five years, that's exactly where we're going to be. All right, amazing, Ruben. Before we sign off here, if people want to learn more about your lending or just follow you on social or anything like that, or, or maybe yeah. they're a realtor, builder, investor, uh, how do people contact you or learn more? So they can visit us on, yeah, on any of our social media platforms. We discussed it. Uh, our handle is at WeLendLLC. Uh, they could also visit our website at www.WeLendLLC.com. We make contacting us very easy, uh, very smooth. So feel free to reach out and we would look forward to speaking to you, not only on your Lex loan, but also on potentially investing into WeLend as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Ruben. To all of our listeners and viewers out there, thank you. Please leave us some feedback, comments, and share this episode with people that you think would benefit from watching or listening. We'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events. And don't forget to share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on YouTube or anywhere that you can find podcasts.